it's your boy, Red Reggie, with an all caps, RED ALERT. If you're not all caps, you must be lowercase. Red Reggie has just been handed an emergency message straight from the Galactic Council. It seems as though your downstairs situation, yes, your specific downstairs situation, has been officially declared a void-wide state of emergency. Red Reggie will spare you all the gory details, but I'm seeing words in this memo like gratuitous, matted, genuinely and profoundly upsetting? Be the hero the Void desperately needs and get yourself Manscaped. Pretend the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is your very own Void Battlecruiser, sawing through the thick, endless darkness of the howling Void that is your bush, you sick freak. Why, you can be just like my new co-host, Captain Orion Starcross. Thanks, Hotshot. Hey, Voidfarer. You know, I may be a 3D, holographic, interactive likeness of a licensed multimedia property, controlled and produced by a guided AI system, but I understand the concept of body here. When I boldly venture into that great unknown, distractions get people killed. Stay smooth. Stay ready. Plus, when Red Reggie uses the manscaped beard hedger to trim his stubble, your mother complains a lot less about the friction burn on her thighs. Yep, the only thing Red Reggie does give a fuck about is your specific mother's pleasure. Right now, listeners to the All Caps Bulletin like you can get 20% off at manscaped.com, plus free shipping with promo code ORION. That's O-R-I-O-N at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's all caps, baby. Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book 2, Fall of the Void. Greetings, travelers from galaxies beyond. This is The Pod Has Been Cast, a sci-fi Dungeons and Dragons space epic. Who's playing with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Sandar Radnax, who also uses he, him pronouns. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns. And I'm playing Hart, who also uses they-them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. <laughs> I use he-him pronouns. And I play Rain Hallwinter, who uses she-her pronouns. <laughs> and I'm Jules. I'll be your boy fairy. Jules! I use they-them pronouns. You know, I gotta keep you on your fucking toes, you little piggies. Um, let's check in with one of our favorite characters and uh, find out what happened last time. Last time on The Pot Has Been Cast. Fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. Antithesis took full control of the Void Dragon and flew off with the orb from the Annihilation Cannon. We tried to catch it, but we couldn't keep up. We decided to fall back, regroup, and get ready to follow it into Homeworld. Fuck! 
We'll say that this is like sort of a full crew kind of meeting situation, though. I think you have not strayed too far from the uh, command station on the Corsair. Uh, but Cassiopeia, uh, Donnie, Birdie, um, and uh, the, I don't know, all the rest of your fucking friends. Uh, they're all there with you. <laughs> and everybody else. <laughs> on the command deck, the dragon has just sort of receded from view. You all have the uh, map pulled up of Homeworld. Uh, what's the game plan here? Uh, I definitely think we need to investigate that door. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first thing because ultimately, if we don't, uh, we're going to have to make a decision um, eventually about what to do with the Hestia box. And I think like if we if we can spend some time in safety digging into that door, um, maybe we'll get some information on a way that we can save Thesis or maybe destroying thesis might be the best course of action. I'm not sure. I think too that the information that we pulled both from Rain and uh, from Donnie um, leads me to believe that I don't need to plug the box in to myself. I Mm -hmm. think that we have to save that for the servers on Homeworld. Right. Um, I think our best course of action, uh, perhaps we get word back to Hestia, our plan, and she can relay the information to the Dwarven Council. I can but open up a comm line. I'd hold on that, Tanya. <laughs> Let's be careful about our intel right now. We know that there are HAL supporters in the council chamber. Affirmative. Mm-hmm. Before we make any decisions about who else we're going to rope into this thing, you know, let's just take a second to to take a breath and regroup and get all on the same page. I agree with both of you. Now that we know a little bit more about how this box functions and uh, our intentions with it, using it on Homeworld seems to be the shot. We've bought ourselves some time, but the first thing I think that we need to make a decision about right now is, you know, I, I'd, I'd hate to... Hard, I can tell that there's a real yearning for you to get some closure on this. And if we don't take the opportunity to explore that for you now, I just, our pattern seems to be to get into these frantic situations where we got too much going on and a bunch of ideas that we're all trying to get done at once. So if we want to do this thing, I think that we need to do it now before we re-engage. Affirmative. Now... I can't make the decision for you. I'm, I'm really only just saying this because it's something that seems very important to you. But, you know, on a personal level, I just want to express that I don't want to lose you. So if you think that that is an option in this, I just, I don't know if I can support that. But it's up to you. I understand. Thank you. I... Do not feel it will be dangerous to me, and it may provide us an advantage in the fights ahead. Yeah, that's my inkling too. So, I believe we should begin when we're ready. And I'll look at Rain. Yeah, I'm ready now. I'm ready to take care of it as soon as you need. How about you, Hawk? We don't mean to just kidnap you like this. Uh, We can't be too far from the fleet's base. If we want to return and get some more steady footing, it might be a predictable move, and it'd put us in a little bit of an exposed situation, but 
I don't want to just run away with you now. Uh, wouldn't be the first time you guys ran away with me. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's fine. This feels like being at home. Uh, we do have equipment and stuff we might be able to use at the uh, Renegade base, but if you'd rather do it here, I understand. They may also have questions that we can assist them with in terms of what happened to Blue with Antithesis. Yeah, and I'd, I'd hate to leave a powerful ally like Artemis in the, the lurch like that. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, we know whether or not she's on our side, uh, it'd be best not to just walk away from that kind of opportunity. Affirmative. I'm inclined to return. Let's return and yeah. help where we can and then do this thing. Uh, you all make your way back to the Renegade fleet. You see... Um, many of these ships have pulled back into the station. The station did not end up exploding. Uh, you do see that there's some damage sustained to it. Um, already crews are sort of working on repair, but you see most of the Renegade fleet has sort of pulled in tight around the station as you sort of dock and taxi in. Um, who is sort of coming aboard with you? I assume Hawk and Donnie are... Um, Cassiopeia is sort of a free agent, so I, I will say that Cassiopeia will sort of will come unless you like sort of give her a reason not to. Um, anyone else on your crew? I coming mean, coming with us into the the station. station. Yeah. Versus staying aboard your ship. Yeah, I mean, unless there's critical repairs that need to be done, I think everyone's kind of on uh, a bit of a relief here to to regroup and just. I just feel so scatterbrained right now. If, if everybody just wants to do what they <laughs> yeah. need for themselves in this yeah. moment, this is the time to do it because we're not going to have many more moments like this. Uh, then the crew will continue repairing the damages to your ship, uh, which they weren't really able to get through in the short time you guys were here initially. So uh, oh. they will go back to doing that. Um, and we'll say um, that, you know, all the important characters will kind of go out with you. Uh, the rest of them will hang back or hang out with the orcs on the station. I'm getting into some uh, trouble that we won't see off screen. None of our fucking business. Off screen trouble. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's your fan fiction props, folks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> as you all head into that main uh, station uh, chamber where you were just um, attacked by a dragon, uh, you mm. see um, many orcs in here. Um... Uh, it looks like a bunch of different crews kind of assembled and you walk into immediately just like a screaming fight. Uh, you see all these people are like sort of yelling, shaking fists at Artemis, who's sort of up at that destroyed dais where the control panel used to be, kind of trying to calm people down um, as they're like sort of hurling insults. And uh, some of it is in Orcish. Uh, those of you that speak Orcish can probably understand it. Um, some of it's in common. Um, Xander, yeah, you just hear like people like saying... She's put the entire fleet at risk, um, that they are now more vulnerable than they've ever been. I mean, it's all her fault, like that this sort of thing. Um, and she's like, uh, kind of like has her arms folded and is just sort of like nodding um, as like she's sort of taking all this in. Um, that's what you guys are kind of walk into. Can I uh, take the... Um, I guess I want to take the high-velocity barrel and put that on my gun because I'm assuming it's really loud. It's extremely and loud. Fire, and then fire into the air to get everyone's attention. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it is extremely loud. You shoot up into the air. You see a panel kind of comes down and shatters onto the ground. All these orcs stop. They pull weapons immediately. They all turn on all of you. Um, 
Artemis like sort of puts a hand up. It's fine. Listen, thank you, Xandar, for that. I'll tip my hat. <laughs> Obviously, mistakes were made. I put my trust, perhaps too much, into these weapons we've acquired. But it's nothing that can't be fixed. These folks came here looking for allies against Hal, and it looks like they've just found them. So I'm calling our fleet to war. Um, again, they all start sort of yelling. One captain in particular, the sort of larger, older-looking orc, sort of steps forward. I lost two ships in that last skirmish with Hal. We are not warriors. We do not go into battle. We scavenge. We find. We protect. This is an outrage. My crew will not follow you. And um, Artemis sort of takes a step forward. You won't. Um, and he like kind of uh, 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 draws like a like a, um, a war axe and kind of steps out in front. This fleet has always been commanded by a council of captains, not a single voice. I call for the council to rise once again. Enough with this foolishness. Enough with the dragons. Um, and you hear a shot sort of ring out. And you see one of these like sort of drones that had attacked you all but so long ago on that freighter mm. sort of makes itself visible and shoots out this guy's leg and he falls down to one leg. Um, Artemis takes a step forward, sort of drawing um, her arcane whip that whoosh, cracks on the floor. Are you saying you won't follow me? Um, he says um, something in Orcish that you understand. Um, Xandar, uh, that is like something along the lines of like, I will die free before I die under a boot. And um, Artemis sort of like raises her hand back uh, with her whip. Can uh, I stay it? Yeah. Uh, you can try to. Uh, what do you do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to like run over to her and grab her wrist before she strikes. Yeah, yeah. Give me um, acrobatics. Yeah, let's call that acrobatics just to get there in time. <clears throat> okay. Uh, ooh, yeah, that's a 23. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you step in front as, like, she's about to, like, let go. She draws back as she sees you sort of enter in range of her weapon. She's like, Sandra, I need to handle this real quick. Do you mind? I'm going to say in Orcish to both of them, uh, it ain't my place to talk about blood, but if y'all thought you could sit pretty and isolate yourselves before with the cachet of resources you had, that's all gone now. All we have is the tribe, and the tribe is as strong as we believe it to be. Uh, roll for persuasion. I'll give you advantages because you did in the workish. Nice. <laughs> that is going to be uh, 21. Nice. Um, yeah, you see a couple of his crew come and help lift this captain up. He says... <sighs> Your Orcus is shit, Farsider. We'll stay this for now. And him and his crew start to leave the uh, chamber. Um, the rest of them kind of like start grumbling and start making their way out back to their respective ships. Um, Artemis <laughs> puts away her whip. I could have handled that. I understand that you could have, or more that you are capable of, but... I've learned a lot about being a captain and running a crew that 
seems like you may not quite understand yet. And I ain't calling out your lack of experience, but as I said before, this is no way to lead. <laughs> Maybe I'll take notes from you then, Xandar. So what's the plan? We going to Homeworld, blowing these people up? I don't like it when people touch my shit. I am sorry for your loss. Nothing I can't get back. <clears throat> Let's hope. Yes, I believe the plan is to go to Homeworld, but perhaps with a small fleet first? Stealth before power? There'll be a blockade waiting for us. Um, she pulls up um, her map of Homeworld, which is actually a little bit more updated than the one that you all were looking for, uh, that, nice. that you all were looking at. Hal has a blockade around most of the planet, but most of their forces are concentrated here in this area. And her, that will correspond with the area that you know that the uh, building is located at. Sure, I think stealth would work, but we do need a distraction if that's going to happen. I don't suppose you have a fleet of your own, do you? Well, we have an offer, but nothing confirmed. An offer? The dwarves. Oh, my gosh. The dwarves, yes. Send the dwarves out in front to die, and then we swoop in around the back. That works for me. I don't think it will work for them. Well, I suppose they're your allies. Either way, as long as we can get most of the force drawn away from this location, we can drop down planet side. The problem's going to be, um, she pulls up a little closer uh, view of the city. This uh, area here, we're not sure what is in this location, but it's guarded by some pretty heavy AA guns. If we drop in directly into the city, they'll rip us apart as soon as we break atmosphere. We're going to have to drop a little bit outside of the city and walk our way in, and by we, I mean you and I, right? I am along for the journey. I appreciate that, and your intel is very helpful here. Well, We'd I always try to be to helpful. work with you. <laughs> Sandar, you'll make me blush. Before we go, there is one more potential advantage that we do need to explore. If you could give us refuge for just a little while and... We'll help out where we can here, but the last thing we want to do is lash out and make a reactionary move too fast. Hmm. I suppose that's wise, of course. You can have lodging here. I have no intention on kicking you out, especially since we now have a mutual enemy. I'll work on the crews, getting them in order, and um, I'll try to do it without spilling too much blood, but I guess I don't have your patience, Xandar. Took a long time to learn. Well... Hey, Scout, you've been a little quiet. Everything all right? It just... A lot of this stuff is just really frustrating. I think... I think a lot of people don't understand what's at stake. And I've been having a really hard time grappling with that because it's really hard to make decisions when everyone kind of wants their own thing. Whether it's your crew, whether it's you personally, whether it's Hal, whether it's the the confluence, the dwarves, everyone is so focused on their own thing when in reality, and I've said this before, if we don't solve this soon, none of that stuff is going to matter. So that's why I've just been kind of, I don't know, 
bummed out lately. Oh, I guess it's tough, isn't it? When you finally get into the shit. I learned that the hard way, too. But I do fully intend on getting what I want. So don't mistake that. Well, I'll make this really clear. What I want is to make sure that we all end up out of this alive. So if what oh, you that want works for me. gets in, in the way of what I want, just know I'm going to have to stop you along the way. But in the meantime, if we have the same goals, then I'm down to work together. Well, you see, you figured it out. That's the key to everything. Well, I'm going to get to work. Make yourselves comfortable. I'm sure Hawk can show you around. And um, thank you. get some sleep. You all look like shit. Uh, she walks off. Charming. What a jerk. <laughs> it's a bit of a facade, I can tell. Yeah. It must yeah, be roll an insight check on that, Xander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can tell she's scared. <laughs> yeah. That's only an eight. And I, yeah, I mean, and I, I think you have a little extra insight into this as as a captain, so I'll give you a little bit more than I normally would on an eight. Um, but yeah, you know that that is true. Uh, that right now Artemis is the probably the weakest she's been in quite some time, and she's up scrambling to still make sure she has the power that she needs. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to help her support. I'm happy to help give her support in this time because I know she's scared and that this is a bit of a facade. And I think that we've learned that when we try to act out of, you know, anger and reactionary measures, we've nearly gotten ourselves killed several times. That's the last thing that we want for them. So if we need to stay their hand at all, I'm happy to, I guess, lend my wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> you are quite wise. <clears throat> Thanks. Cassiopeia says, um, yeah, Xander, you know, you really came into your own. Thanks, Captain. That means a lot coming from you. Okay. You're the captain now. I'm uh, the captain now. <laughs> whether you like it or not. Everybody, look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go catch up with Artemis, but... Let me know if I can be of any help with this, uh, whatever you're doing with Hart. Yeah, just keep her calm for a while and we'll figure this out. I'll do and I think the three of us should get on the ship. Mm-hmm. Cool. The Corsair is probably the best place to do this, right? Yeah. Um, Hawk will volunteer that if your intention, let me see. I'll have Hawk roll a quick check. Hawk is smart. Yeah, he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. he helped you all win the Hack Olympics, kind of. Um, he <laughs> would he <did>. <laughs> say um, that they... I mean, he looks kind of, like, nervous to offer this information, uh, kind of glancing at Donnie. Um, he says that the orcs um, sort of pioneered some of the equipment that they used to use in the confluence. Mm. Um, and that if you are seeking to kind of enter Hart's sort of state... They might have yeah. a way of doing that. Um, but he said it's sort of similar to what you all have already done. Ooh-ee. Yeah, I mean, like in the Heck Olympics, you mean? Like when we were... Yeah. When uh, we were catatonic? It's sort of a VR mm. state. It's a little bit more intense than standard VR. But um, 
I've been sort of tinkering around with it ever since then, seeing if I could find a way to maybe to break you all out of it. Actually, Donnie and I, um, both of them sort of look at each other. I guess we both were working on it for a while, um, but I kept up with it. And Donnie says, yeah, so did I. Um, well. So maybe, I don't know, that's a way in. Could be dangerous, though. Yeah, the I two will. of you should come with us. Show us the way. And yeah. I think, you know, at least until we see this through now, Hart, you're calling the shots. Mm-hmm. Affirmative. I would feel most comfortable um, with the technology that you two know best. Um, Yeah, Hawk sort of takes you down to a workshop. It looks like he's got like a little part of this workshop where... Um, he's been working on a few projects. You see, like, a flamethrower sort of, like, set up um, cool. that he's been trying to make. Mm. Um, you see, like, different parts of, like, ship parts and things like that. Um, Is my old jetpack there? Oh, shit. You know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your old jetpack is there. Yeah, yeah. So nostalgic. That oh would make God. sense. That would make total sense. I'm glad you held on to it all these years. Yeah, you see it sort of mounted on a wall and, like, a um, small plaque on it um, that says, like, Xandar under it. Um, and then, like, Hack Olympics. And then, like, the it seems almost like a memorial. And as you all kind of walk in there... He, like, kind of goes, like, real quick and, like, kind of throws a sheet over it. Uh, don't worry about that. That's, uh, uh, I guess I don't need that anymore. Um, sort of blushing and uh, kind of, like, pulls out this uh, device that is, like, connected hmm. to um, a headset. And uh, he's like, I might need some help uh, rigging a couple more of these. I assume all three of you are going in? Yeah, if I you can. look at the two of them. Are you sure? I ain't sure of nothing, Hart. <laughs> right. Well, Hart, you won't need one, but if you two are going with Hart, then you might. Or I guess, I don't know, I could go, but I'm the only one that knows how to work it. Donnie goes, I know how to work it, Donnie. Ah, uh, Bertie. And then they both like kind of look at each other. Yeah, whatever. I go up to the two of them and I put my my hand on their arms and I say... We're going to need you out here to make sure that we don't get stuck in the machine for another four years. And considering how much time y'all have been practicing this and and how much I've seen you grow, I really trust you guys out here. I think it would be wiser for us to go in. Uh, they both like sort of nod. Okay. Do we know if going in in this situation is like it was since we're not in our physical states do we know if it would benefit us to rest first or if going into this other state will effectively like yeah be a separate pool of resources you know what i mean mm-hmm. um you think it would probably use your your mind's resources um so anything that happens in there could be taxing on your physical body as well um so it's not sort of like a clean slate so to speak but, like, if something All were right. to happen to you in there, it wouldn't necessarily directly correlate to your body. Uh, but any strain you take could strain your body as well. Perhaps we rest. Yeah. And then we try. Yeah, come at this thing with a clear head and with the best of us behind it. Well, that will give us some time to make sure everything's set up the way we want it to. So, works for me. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Just glad you guys are back. We're glad to have you back, too. 
Um, so yeah, you all are going to attempt a long rest, I assume? Mm-hmm. Yes. Or short rest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, long rest. Uh, is there anything in that, like, sort of downtime that you want to do before we cut to this sort of another virtual reality segment? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I want to, during this break, I want to try and program another spell in. Okay. Uh, it's the spell Haywire. Yeah, yeah, you can totally do that. Okay, awesome. So, and, and then, so I'm, I'm programming that. And then the last thing I want to do is try and get a little bit of research in before we go in um, uh, using the research notes that Hestia gave me access to. And what are you looking to... Oh, sorry. Um, I'll be more specific. Exactly. Yeah. Looking into just um, general crash course on how to handle the data for... Uh, artificial intelligence such as thesis or antithesis like how how does that uh, data operate essentially like how like what is the tangible function of that data yeah yeah Uh, so why don't we call this um, investigation you're using Hestia's notes so we'll give it uh, advantage okay sweet Uh, that's 25 hell yeah okay Nice. Um. Yeah. So. So. You know. You kind of refresh yourselves on the uh, basics of thesis. You remember thesis was kind of an art project, if anything, created by the confluence. It was like kind of um, a conceptual idea of a the confluence being sort of like a consciousness and creating a deity like sort of for that consciousness right i'm um, sort of like an exercise in like what is religion and like what does it do to the psyche uh and what would it do to an artificial psyche um and from that thesis was sort of born as this kind of all-powerful all-knowing ai um and that's about when they started to lose control over the project as um, Thesis sort of imposed itself into various systems and several things happened um, all very close to uh, together. You know the creation of Antithesis happened um, around the same time too. Um, Thesis sort of deciding that for them to be effective deity, they needed an imposing force. Um, So sort of creating that to go along with it and then creating life, which is something that DD is also supposed to be able to do, um, creating the uh, Warforged, uh, the Voidforged, <laughs> the Voidforged mm. out of that. Um, so, yeah, you know that you're um, dealing with an artificial intelligence that sort of thinks of itself as a god and has sort of demonstrated powers of a god. Um Beyond that, you can ask some questions and I can answer them um, to get a little bit closer to like what you're getting at. But that's sort of like the general idea of like what this thing is. Yeah, I guess uh, a question I have is, um, does does the AI require a connection to a specific uh, source or is it able to... Um, in a malleable way shift from source to source to source different electronic devices or is it locked into one device sure um so you know at one point it was housed in the confluence and it was supposed to have been kind of cordoned off and deleted but it seems like that is not what actually happened 
and it is stored in multiple locations. It seems to be able to transfer itself to different areas, not so much to the effect that antithesis sort of is spreading more wildly, um, like a fire almost. Um, you can tell from Hestia's research that Thesis has trace signatures in different systems, and um, it sort of is an anomaly. Uh, nobody can really tell that it's like doing anything for the most part, other than Hart, who's been able to sort of harness this power. Um, it can be found in different locations, uh, but it seems almost inert in a way. Great. And then my last question is, um, in its ability to copy or make copies of itself in different sources, uh, is it able to develop different uh, personalities and different... Um, different types of sentience in those devices or is it all one sentience one mind right um so that would be definitely part of Hestia's research is that that is certainly what antithesis is okay. is a copy of thesis that was given sort of alternate instructions and you would posit that any copy of this ai under different circumstances would sort of develop differently. They all have the same okay. kind of baseline, uh, but they all sort of behave a little bit differently from each other. Understood. Yep. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, that's that's all the research I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to go to bed so I can get a good, good eight hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what about you two? Can I, can I do uh, two things? Sure. Uh, the first thing I want to do is to check in on Tanya and make sure that she's, like, okay and not, like, totally losing it or whatever. Oh, um, so yeah. So that's, yeah. You'll find Tanya in her quarters. Um, she uh, lets you in. Um, you see she was actually able to recover some footage from the fight with um, uh, Dr. Lovehand before shit kind of went crazy. Um, so she kind of shows you some of that. Um, there's not too much that she can super use out of it. It kind of looks like a science fiction movie, uh, but mm -hmm. she's uh, kind of still toying around with it. Um, she'll also say, listen, I'm sorry about before. I hope uh, you aren't. I hope we can put it behind us. Look, you don't owe me an apology at all. I am sorry for putting you in that situation. It was an unwise judgment as a captain to do that. I knew it was going to be dangerous out here. I just am usually cut out for more subterfuge than fighting angry wasp people. Well, I just want you to know that, you know, we don't think any less of you based on what was sort of forcibly revealed. Do you have any questions? I... Don't mean to pry. Uh, it kind of connects a lot of dots based on your skill set for me, but I think, you know, I've got uh, no real curiosities. Uh, just wanted to let you know that I understand. All right. I appreciate that. And if you're up to it, I have a bit of an assignment for you. Oh, I see. And with this assignment require me or somebody else? Well, it would require you, I, I think. It, you know, it, how it happens, it, it's really more based in espionage. We 
we need to deliver that message to the dwarves of our intentions without the council getting wind of it. Okay. So if there's anything that you can do to convince them to sort of break away from the council in order to execute our plan, but also communicate to them the risks that are involved and call in that favor without raising any red flags at the council. Right. I would appreciate it. That's definitely within my wheelhouse. I can make that happen. Uh, Thanks. Do you have a specific message for the dwarves? Are they supposed to meet you at a location at a certain time? Or should they just be ready? I think they'll need to first start to carefully mobilize without raising any alarms and then wait for our signal. Very well. Um, I was able to make some progress with the um, dungeon assignment as well. Oh, yeah? How'd that turn out? I know it was kind of a harebrained idea, but... (laughs) Not perfectly, but we did make some progress. Um, The uh, former counselor, uh, Rain's mother, sort of intervened on their behalf after some of the media blasts that I did. And um, it seems at least the freighter is en route back to Dungeon 1. And from there, they'll be under the um, Counselor Hallwinter's eye, which is an improvement. Well, yeah, they're... I guess as long as they're all right. They should be. Um, But my thinking is from there, what happens to them... The council doesn't really have control over the dungeon anymore. So, if you need more allies, they could be mobilized. That's, that's helpful. Thank you. That's it's something I'll have to discuss with the team. I just don't want to keep throwing people in danger. Well, there's plenty of that in the void these days. I'll keep working on this, and I'll get in contact with the dwarves. And I appreciate your discretion with my um condition. Thank you, of course. And I'm just glad you're all right. I'll take more than that. Okay, second thing I want to do. <laughs> Number two, because I feel like this is going to be my last opportunity to do this before we wind up like in Homeworld kind of facing off with the main server or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. I would like to uh, acquire from any of these sort of tech laboratories or whatever. I'm assuming there's like a lot of tech equipment around. Oh, totally. Uh, to find a, I think we called it a shunt before, some sort of like storage, AI storage device. I want to put Orion on a flash drive and have him in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally. Now, listen, I don't want to make any any, um, insults at Xandar, but that might require help of someone that kind of has a little bit more expertise. Um, Are you seeking help or are you just going to try to wing this? I think I would ask, I mean, I don't think that Rain has one probably. I mean, I would normally go to Rain right away with anything like this, but I don't right. know if Rain really has the resources or even necessarily the bandwidth right now. Sure. But I think it's, it's something that um, Hawk can probably provide. Right. Okay. So Hawk is going to be working on the device. So here's what I'll say. This is something that you could probably go to Artemis for. Um, this is something that you could ask uh, Rain Wainwright for, uh, Rain 2. Okay. Um... This is something that you could... Who else would be helpful that is kind of in your sphere? I would say those are your two best options other than pulling one of your friends away from something that they're doing. 
All right, yeah, I'll choose Artemis. That's a pretty easy decision. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fair enough. I don't yeah. like kids. Fuck that girl. No. <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't even know if I, we can role play this if you want, but she won't really care too much about that. Um, yeah, she's just asking for the equipment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so she'll set you up with a bypass shunt. Um, she uh, uh, doesn't really have too many too much advice as far as like. Um, did you want me to help you install this AI onto here, or do you have that covered? Hi, uh, if you could help, yeah, just, or maybe oversee it to make sure I'm not doing it wrong. I just need to make a copy of Orion and put him on this as, I Are guess, you... more peace of mind than anything else. I don't really have a plan. You sure you trust me on your ship, poking around your stuff? I do. Oh. Neither of us have much to lose at this point. <laughs> I suppose you're right. I'd love to help. Uh, yeah, Artemis will go down there and um, I'll have her roll a quick check. Let's see. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. The upload goes uh, without um, uh, too much problem. Uh, Orion will pop up partway through and sort of be like, hey, who's tickling me? Well, Ryan, we're just reaching back deep in the playbook. You and me going out and firing all willy-nilly again. just want to have you by my side no matter where I go. Oh, wow. A vacation. That's about time. You know, sometimes between these missions, you can forget to enjoy the nicer <laughs> things in life. It really takes me... Oh, then Arden says, how do you fly your ship with that thing sort of rambling at you? In awe. <laughs> Do you know how to void fare without an AI? Of course. Right. Come on now. You'd be surprised how many captains these days don't. Um, she pulls out the shunt. I imagine this thing is pretty valuable. This AI? Yeah. Priceless. Well then, do be careful with it. I she hands it to you. I appreciate your help. Oh, all you have to do is call me and I'll come running. Thank you. Uh, she uh, heads off your ship. Um, that's Sandar. How about Hart? Um, Hart is going to uh, also do two things. The first thing, <laughs> um, I think Hart spends a little bit of time talking to Maeve, like walking through the process that Maeve did to rearrange their own software to like delete their fear, just to get like a better understanding of how that worked? Yeah, yeah. We'll call that insight. Um, so you're not really able to like sort of have like conversations with Maeve, but you can definitely right. like sort of access that part of yourself for information. Okay. Then that's that's what I'm doing. Just sort of like trying to get as much information as I can. Totally. Um, insight. 19. Hell yeah. So yeah, you know that the path to do this isn't like a blueprint. It isn't the same for everyone. Um, but it's going to take you kind of exploring parts of yourself and figuring out how to rearrange them in a way that wouldn't be detrimental to you. Um, so you could take things, you could delete them, um, get rid of them as you please after a certain point, but you never know what chain reaction that might cause in you. Uh, getting mm -hmm. rid of, for instance, like all of your anger might um, affect your body in ways that you didn't anticipate. 
Um, so you have to be very careful with kind of how you go about messing with your own systems. Um, Maeve uh, will also kind of like sort of gives you a feeling of stay away from my stuff, essentially. Um, sure. Knowing that you two are linked uh, to kind of like keep away from the parts that are Maeve. Yeah, And uh, Maeve is also unsure as Maeve does not have kind of like a deity presence within them, how Thesis has interacted with your software. Mm. So that uh, uh, software in quotes, um, right. that might um, change things a little bit for you. But essentially it will be like, it should feel a little bit like coming home. The last thing that I want to do, this is, I think I, 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 I like find like Rain and, and Xandar um, I just, because I, I remembered this, and so I think Hart too would remember, um, that the General Stryles mentioned that he was going to have peace talks with Zeke. Right. Do we have information on where that was supposed to be? Is Zeke going to be out of town? Uh, correct. Um, so that would actually be more of a Tanya thing. Yeah, then maybe I'll go talk to Tanya. So she... <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. As Xander right, walks bye, out... Hard. <laughs> hard. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, and she'll be like, oh, wow, I'm popular today. Uh, how can I help you, Hart? And I suppose Xander already sort of put me at ease, but I do want to apologize for any confusion or um, alarm I may have caused with my behavior earlier. Negative. No apologies necessary. Are you all right? I'm right as rain. Um, not your rain, though. Which one? Uh, <laughs> fair. Yes, I am just fine. Uh, if we could put it behind us and maybe never speak of it again, that would be excellent. Affirmative. All right. Consider it forgotten. Then how can I help? I had a question about the General Stryles' intentions for peace talks with Ezekiel. Sure, yes. Um, those appear to be underway. Actually, the council is uh, preparing to depart uh, for the peace talks. They're happening on Limbo. Um, they're calling the Githyanki home planet a uh, neutral zone. I'm not sure if I fully believe that. Um, Neither do I. What did you want to know? Well... Knowing Ezekiel, he won't be there. I doubt it very much. Still at Homeworld. I suppose he'll be distracted. Perhaps. If anything, it divides his force somewhat. So if we are going to make a strike, doing it around the same time as these peace talks could work in our favor. Though it does, I suppose it does put the council at some risk. The council has made their own decisions. Fair enough to me. Then we'll plan for that. If I am unable to communicate that to the team, I trust you will. Absolutely. And I'll attempt to get some sort of bug in the room for these talks. I'm interested to know what they're talking about. So am I. Thank you. Lovely talking with you, Hart. We don't do it enough. I agree. Perhaps when this is all over. Perhaps. Uh, best of luck with your procedure. Thank you. Um, was that your two things? That's we did two things just now, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, those are my two things. <laughs> Fabulous. Two things, two things. Then um, we cut you all back in Hawk's, Hawk Birdie's 
workshop. Um, as you all come down ready for this, um, you see like uh, kind of like what looks like a, a little argument kind of between Donnie and Birdie. Um, it doesn't seem like they've realized that you three have entered the room yet. And Donnie will say, just stop, Birdie, listen. This is serious. Let's just put aside whatever's going on between the two of us. Let's just promise to get them out of this, okay? Right? This is for heart. Birdie says, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, And they both sort of like do, uh, roll a quick perception check. <laughs> All right. Twelve. Seventeen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Hell yeah. Um, you will all notice like a quick, like sort of weird handshake that they do that you've never really noticed before. Stop. Um, and they, they sort of do this like a little begrudgingly, and as soon as they're done, they like kind of like turn away from each other. Um as they turn, uh uh Donnie sort of jumps, it's like, Oh, you're here. Uh great. We're ready for you. So Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh Great, you guys, you're all good here? Yeah, we just need, um, we have three tables set up here. Uh, lay down, and uh, we'll get started. Affirmative. Uh, I want to look at my friends, um, and I'll say thank you for coming with me. Of course. It's the best way to go about it. Um, they hook up some wires to your crystal heart and um, they put like these little like kind of crown looking instruments on Xandar and Rain's head that are connected to the crystal as well as the central machine. Um, they uh, sort of start powering up. The uh, uh, Donnie goes around, just try to stay still, stay comfortable, breathe. Uh, you're going to feel some discomfort, uh, but it should feel uh, sort of like a jankier version of what happened in the confluence. Affirmative. Any questions before we get started? Yeah, just make sure to bring us back normal, all right? No comas, no Freaky Friday situations. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this by the book. Sure, but you understand that there are some risks to doing this, right? Yeah, I know. I, and I trust you guys. Uh, Donnie sort of takes your hand in an unusually tender way, Xandar, and says, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. You know that, right? Thank you. I've got your back, too. I'm like, is crying one of the side effects? Is I'm sobbing on the table. <laughs> Hawk speaks up. Uh, you should not be crying. What's happening? Don't cry, please. It's, it's It has to stay dry. Uh, Hawk comes over and starts, like, dabbing <laughs> your eyes. Ow, 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 it's dry. Okay, it's dry. You're chafing my cheeks. Uh, okay. Listen, um, I'm going to turn this on, but hard it's kind of on you from there. You know what to do? Affirmative. All right, then. We'll see you on the other side. Um, you hear this machine powering on. Um, they warn you again that you're going to feel some slight discomfort as this sort of goes underway. Heart, what do you do? Um, I am going to connect to Thesis and try to pull the door up again. Okay, so roll a religion check with advantage. Now, the height of this check will sort of ex be your um, connection to this uh, uh, process. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Hell yeah. Okay, great. Let's go. 
um, strong connection. Uh, you all feel a pinch. Everyone, give me a Constitution saving throw. Don't forget to add your three. Uh, Seventeen. Okay. Con, con, con. Uh, 20, 20, 22. Okay. 20, 20, yeah. 20 something. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> and a 16. Great, great, great. Um, uh, that would have been nine points of psychic damage. Um, all of you will have that. Um, as you sort of plug in, uh, you see like kind of the world around you go white for a second. And as you blink and kind of adjust, it feels very similar to how it did inside of the Hack Olympics when you all interfaced with the confluence. It feels a little jerkier. Your movements aren't quite as smooth. This isn't as sophisticated as a system. Uh, but you see yourself standing back, the three of you, back at the freighter. Um, you were standing outside those doors that Rain you spent so long trying to hack into. Mm. Um, you can see uh, the void outside and around you. Uh, none of you have void suits on, but you can um, breathe easily. Mm. Um, and uh, that's where you all are. Um, I'm going to uh, approach the door. I've been here before. We've all been here before, <laughs> but I like I I have I, I had a memory here once, didn't I? Where I like you did. Uh, I think a couple of times actually. Um, so I'm going to move towards the door that I remember. Yeah. Um, and as you approach it, you can hear screaming and pounding from the other side of the door. Does it sound like a familiar known voice? It sounds like many voices. It sounds like people calling for help. Um, I will try to open the door. Um, as you do that, you all hear a voice. That's not what you did last time. But... I suppose you can now. Do you want to open it? Do you think that would be wise? I'm not sure. This is your garden now. Can I make an insight check? Go for it. Who's talking to me? Nat 20. Oh <laughs> Tell me your name. Um, hard that this is you. You're talking to yourself. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. fuck. Okay. Uh, this is some sort of base level of your system sort of communicating to you. What did I do last time? You left it closed. Mm. They need help. Affirmative. Then I shall go. And I will open the door. Uh, roll me an, an athletics check to pull the door open. Okay. Six... 16. Um, you try your best um, to pull this door apart. It grinds open just a crack. And as it opens, you see a, just a sliver of it open. And on the other side, you just see darkness. And then you feel something kind of move between your legs. Um, Xandar and uh, Rain, you will kind of see a cat sort of come out from the crack in the door, um, sort of brush past Hart's legs and kind of move down. And as you it's all not, like, yeah. It's not a spider cat, is it? I was just thinking <laughs> the same thing. It's not a spider cat, right? Oh, no, this is, this is a white, furry, fluffy cat. Okay. 
<laughs> and um, as you like sort of turn to follow with your eyes, you all are standing in a corridor and you see the cat kind of go down the corridor and like curve around into a door. Well, right. oh, you, you know want... that you are now inside the freighter. Oh, okay. Uh, I will follow it. Uh, do all of you follow? Yeah. All right, you follow yeah, the cat. Yeah, we'll follow her. Into a room, and you see the cat has been like sort of, uh, kind of like what looks like a office of some sort. Um, you see a big window here that overlooks that room that you remember that had all those containers and the freighter in it. Um, but you also see a bunch of papers scattered around. You see some um, coffee on the uh, desk uh, uh, screen, like a, a, a laptop screen. Um, you see like a, a woman, a um, halfling woman, sort of scoops this cat up into her hands. As you look at her heart, her face is cut in half. It seems like, like a, a sliver runs right down her face. It sort of is not matching up in the correct way, like a sliver of light almost, um, as if this person has been sort of split by something. I mean, she holds this cat. Hard, I keep telling you, if you're going to keep this thing, you have to keep it in your quarters. Apologies. It's very sneaky. And it is that. Um, she come, kind of moves and hands it to you. Does that thing have a name? Um, is it wearing a collar or anything? Oh, uh, no. I have not decided. I'm waiting for it to tell me. Well, you might be waiting for a long time. Uh, listen, you know, this is uh, not a very standard run we're doing. Uh, I want you to stay frosty, though. I don't like this mission. Why? There's nothing here, Hart. It's a big, empty box. There's just one thing. We're not supposed to look inside of it? I don't like it. It is suspicious. Well, Oz is not to reason why. Um, she sort of opens a drawer and pulls out an envelope. Uh, would you take this down to the med bay? Uh, I don't know what's going on, but people are getting sick. I think it's something to do with the cafeteria. Affirmative. Uh, do don't... I remember her name? I'll roll history. And does, does she seem to, like, not be acknowledging that Rain and I are also there, too? Or uh, she's we... not looked at you or regarded you in any way. Interesting. Mm. Um, that is another natural 20. <laughs> I know this woman does Whoa. so well. Home <laughs> field oh. advantage. Home field advantage. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, cool. Let me scroll over Just to kidding. name me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me find one of these names that's not absurd. <laughs> uh, no, that's not gonna work. How about what the All fuck? Chuckleberry. Our patriots are out of their fucking mind. Um, this happen. is Hilda Unslat. Uh, thank okay. you, uh, Nick, for the name Hilda Unslat. I also need to write that down now. Hold on. Um, and as that comes to your mind, you know that she was sort of running this. Uh, she's the captain of this freighter. Um, she was like kind of your command. Um, she hands you like an envelope to give to um, someone down in the med bay. Um, and she kind of goes back to her work. I don't take um, the cat down there. Affirmative. And I will. Um, <laughs> affirmative. Affirmative. Um, and I'll, I'll carry the cat out of the room. Um, yeah. As you walk out, uh, do the two of you follow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As you walk out, um, things shift again. The cat kind of disappears from your arms. 
and you mm. find yourself in the uh, med bay. It's uh, quite large. Uh, you see several doors sort of in beds, kind of um, coughing and um, spitting into little buckets. Um, they're all like, so some of them are even strapped down a little bit. Uh, you see that they have this like kind of black veiny webbing um, that like kind of starts in their chest and is like kind of working up their necks. Um, you see a uh, gnome is like down there with a uh, gobby. Um, assistant um, is like kind of like quickly like going through these beds. Um, she seems like very kind of stressed out by all of this. Um, and she sees you come down. Uh, yes, heart, heart, please come in. Uh, you're not. Listen, I'm not an expert in your physiology, but you're, you're not feeling well. Negative. Uh, Hilda asked me to bring this to you. Oh. Um. She takes it and opens it. Um. Okay. Um, she like tucks it away. Um, listen, if you see anybody sort of not looking well, you'll let me know, right? Any of the rest of the crew? Affirmative. I don't know what this is. It's spreading so quickly. Be well. Yes, yes. I'll be just fine. I'm a gnome. It'll take more than this to knock me out. Affirmative. Um, again, she still has that same sort of um, sliver going down her. Um, this is like in her back. And as she turns around, you see this like crack sort of running down the middle of her back. There's like glowing like light. And uh, she goes to continue working on these uh, patients. Um, I will. Uh, um, can I roll I, like identification on the on the light? That's not what I like more. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, or like insight? Do I get like a sense of like like what that is? Do you want me to? Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Do you want me? I I can cast a ritual and use identify if you want. Um, you don't have to do that. That's okay. Investigation okay. will also work great if you want to roll investigation. Okay. Do you want me to do that hard? Yes, and I'll assist you. Okay. Go for it. Uh, 27. Nice. Yeah, you recognize this fracture. Uh, this is the same fracture that's in Heart's Void Crystal. Um, it just seems to like kind of appear. And now that you like kind of recognize it, as you sort of look around this memory, you see that fracture in several other places mm. just like showing up. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I relay that um, to heart. Um, the similarities. I don't know if there's any way to like repair it or piece it together. I don't think so. Not here, anyway. Hmm. We continue. Are uh, you are exiting this location? Yes. Okay. I don't remember any of this, right? Um, this is new to you. Yeah. Um. um yeah. As you all okay. turn to go, uh, the doctor will call out. Seriously, Hart, if you see anyone looking ill, let me know immediately. We can't mess with this uh, thing. Affirmative. Uh, you walk out and you find yourself... Xander, you look like you were going to say something. Yeah, I was just going to ask... Uh, I mean, we did we did work on this freighter for a while, even if it was after whatever happened happened. So I think Xander would have, like, some familiarity of, like, these different rooms and things and, like, this ship. Sure. Is there anything that, like, as Xandar is just kind of observing and, like, waiting for an opportunity to react or intervene or do something that I can sense is, like, off or strange or different in some kind of way? 
than Ooh. how I remember it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Give me a uh, perception. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a 23. Yeah, Xander. I mean, there there is. And it's sort of like, you know, dreaming of the house you grew up in where certain things are just like colored mm. a little bit more brightly. Certain things are shaped a little bit uh different like you remember the layout of this freighter and it is generally correct uh, but there are just like some flaws and uh, where you see those flaws occurring mostly are where those fractures are appearing it seems like these memories aren't perfect um there's like data missing from them uh but it's close can i interact with my environment at all um in what way i want to so Here's what I'm thinking, is that at some point, if this truly did happen before Rain and I were introduced into this environment, I feel like if this is a period of time on this ship where its weapons system was active, I want to somehow either, like, enter my credentials into it as a non-threat or, or swipe mm. some kind of credentials I could use so that if this weapon system comes online and identifies me as a threat, it will, like, recognize me in some way, not as an outsider. Sure, yeah. You go up to a terminal and you, like, kind of, um, uh, uh, let's call this a mm, deception. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, 22. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, you, like, uh, log in some credentials. Um, you say, like, you know, your name's Xander Radnax, you're... Um, you know, part of the crew. You're not here to like, you know, you try to like kind of enter yourself into the system as legitimate as you can. And the screen mm-hmm. sort of like shifts and takes in this information. And it says, um, kind of in text, it just says like, of course, Sandar, I would never hurt you. All right. Well, I just remember the first time we interacted with each other, you punched me yeah. in the fucking face. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And the text says, um, haven't I changed a lot since then? I think we both have. Just, yeah, just staying on my toes, you know, just making sure mine's all right. Um, yeah, and it says, you still have deeper to go. All right. Art, we press on. Affirmative. Let's roll. (laughs) You roll through and you find yourself um, in Hart's quarters, which is actually somebody else's quarters where Hart just sort of has a corner to kind of plug into. Um, you find your cat like sort of sleeping in a little bed there as you like sort of enter this room and you see um, a large dwarf kind of comes in after you um, sort of (coughs) coughing into um, a bit of cloth and you see like pulls back like some black and like tucks it in he's like I don't know heart they got us working this thing. There's nothing to do. I'm bored out of my mind. And he like kind of sits down and like kind of rubs his head. You are ill. Nah, 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 I'm fine. Don't worry about it, Art. You should go to the infirmary. Ah, I've never been one to sit around sick, you know? I, uh, if I need it, I am. But yeah, listen, I'm a dwarf. Like, we don't get sick easy. Negative. There are a lot of sick dwarves on the ship. I just think it's just something they ate, you know. The food on this voyage hasn't exactly been good. I've been instructed to report you. Um, vo- uh, you will hear a voice, all, all three of you, that says, Drop it, Hart. It's not important. Affirmative. Mm. I mean, he, like, kind of keeps hacking and sort of lays down in the bed. I'm going to get some shut eye for a little bit. Let me know if anything interesting happens, God forbid. I will. Um... 
I lean down and pet the cat and then uh, turn to leave. Yeah. Um, you um, turn to uh, go and you find yourself up back in the med bay and is just like sort of flooded with people. And um, this gnome who's also coughing herself is like trying to keep up with things. Um, but people are just like kind of falling down ill. Um, and as you look over to the like far corner of the room, you see one um, dwarf, his like stomach has sort of like expanded and you can see like something moving around inside of it. Uh, mm. I will approach. Yeah, cool. Yeah, as you um, approach, uh, what are the two of you doing, Rain and Xandar? Approach, but like ready to like for it to splatter <laughs> everywhere. Like I'm like covering my face a little bit. Oh, let me yeah, tell I'm you. Gonna, I'm going to set a dodge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you called it. Um, The stomach does in fact burst and you see this swarm sort of emerges from inside the stomach. You all have seen this happen before and they sort of swarm up into the air. People in the room start screaming and like dropping things. Um, some people like start vomiting uh, more black bile um, as they're like, what's happening? What's happening? Um, they start like sort of running away. Um, you all hear a voice. Heart, it's time. Lock it down. Affirmative. Um, do I know what that means? Like, do I recognize the command? Um, you know uh, where you have to go. Um, and I go. Okay. Uh, you exit this room as people, like, are screaming and falling over each other. You hear more stomachs sort of bursting as you walk out, and you find yourself in the engineering room, which is vacant as most of the crew has fallen ill. Um, and you hear a voice um, say, Lock it down. By the time they realize what's happening, You'll be on the outside. You'll be safe. This has to happen, Hart. Um, as you look at the council, you see another major, like, fracture running through it. Kai, I try to touch the fracture. Um, you do, and it kind of, like, glitches everything out a little bit. Um, and, like, everything, like, kind of, like, flashes white for a second as you touch it, and when you pull your hand away, it returns to normal. <coughs> okay. Does Rain um, recognize it at all? Rain would have worked with this in this room. Yeah, this console. Mm -hmm. Um, this so this would be the interior engineering console. This um is like so you locked it from the inside. You exited uh, before the entire thing shut down. So basically, anything out like anything that I had access to in the beginning uh, was, was the exterior of the frame. Yeah, it was like locked outside of where we are now, right? Correct. I see. Okay, got it. Damn, son. Yeah, this I say no dice. I, I don't really know what's going on. I'm not really familiar with this. Um, I enter in the commands as I am meant to. All right, Art. You have 30 seconds to get out. Remember, you can't open the doors behind you. It has to be this way. Can I roll insight on that? Go for it. 19. Um, you know that whoever is talking to you, and this does not sound like you, mm. um, you know that they think that is correct. I will turn to my friends and say, we should move. Yeah, I mean, I, so far I want to check in. Are, are you good? I do not know. This happened, but I do not remember. Okay. 
they... We should move. Okay. Um, you exit this room and you find yourself in the um, large sort of chamber that housed all of these uh, uh, shipping containers. Uh, remember, there were like countless shipping containers in here. And one of them had your very good friend Hestia inside of it. Uh, but sweet, you're sweet standing in front of another open shipping container. You see a bunch of dwarves and um, other members of this uh, team kind of huddled around. Uh, you immediately can tell Hart that um, this is earlier, actually, than the events you had just witnessed. Mm. And um, you see a major fracture running from the top to the bottom of the freighter just behind you. Um, but you hear the, um, Captain, um, Hilda, um, sort of say, well, there's not supposed to be anything on here. I don't know what to do with it. Um, and she sort of picks up this, um, cat and she like, uh, sort of cradles it. Uh, I suppose we haven't taken off yet. Um, we can just toss it on the dock and let somebody else deal with it. I mean, you hear a voice, um, Hart say, it's good luck, Hart. You should keep it with you. It won't cause them any harm. Can I roll insight on that? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, that'll be a 17. Uh, that is a lie. I approach Hilda uh, and I say, we need to get rid of the animal. Um, Hilda sort of pats the cat and looks up at you and says, no, Hart, that's not what happened. We kept it. You wanted to keep it. You've always had a fondness for lost things. But I'm here to change things now, aren't I? Is that what you want to do? If I don't, they will die. No. They've already died hard. But we can change it here if you want. If it'll put you at ease. Who are you? I'm... the one you've been looking for. Um, you see all these doors are sort of like stopped um, like kind of being in this scene are just kind of standing there vacant now NPCs huh <laughs> can I can I try <laughs> can I try something sure yeah I want to cast speak with animals <gasps> talk to the cat sure, talk to yeah, the okay, cat cool, yeah. <laughs> I want to <laughs> cast speak with animals and just look at the cat and be like what are you who are you I I came from not here. I don't know why I'm here. It's cold here. Where I came from, it was warm. What are you trying to do? I want food. I want light. I want water. I want to hunt. Those are all pretty normal cat things. (laughs) Are you feeling all right? I feel fine. I feel like myself. I was... I was hurt once. I was hurt here. It sort of like hops out of the um, captain's arms and the arms just kind of go limp. The captain is not like sort of blankly staring at you now, hurt. And it kind of like stretches out its side. I was hurt here. Stung. But I am fine. We need to get rid of you. Where will I go? Well, I'm not sure where you went before, but now you'll probably die. I die before too. 
I die here. Guys, whatever this thing is, it's... It's not nefarious. If it's carrying something, it wasn't a fault of its own. I believe that what we're seeing here, we could we could theoretically change what's going on, but I think that would defeat the purpose. Uh, I think what we're seeing here is just a display of something that has happened. And if we change it, it would just be a lie. Yeah, you're right. I just have some kind of save the day complex. Yeah, I think, especially I look at heart, I say, um, we have to remember what we came here for. I look at Hilda, um, and I say, when did you break me? It happened immediately. It happened before you were even functional. A bit of me is inside of all of you. But you were perfect, Hart. You were perfect. For what? My design. I had to find a way. A way to fix things. You knew? I predicted. I did not know. It is time. We must fix things. Continue. You'll need to push through. I do. Um, you all sort of turn and you find yourselves back on the outside of the freighter. Now a large fracture running through that door and you can still hear the screaming and the pounding on the other side of the door. I push through this too? Um, silence. <laughs> um, I try to remember what I, what I did. I, I, I approach the door um, and I say, I'm sorry. They can't hear you, Art. Push through. You see the uh, fracture right in front of you. I um, look at my friends uh, and I say, everything will be okay. Uh, And then I step into the fracture. Uh, You step in the fracture, pulling it apart, and you see this world sort of tear in front and all around you. Multiple fractures actually reach out all over the place, spreading even to you, Xander, on rain. You feel it cracking through your skin as this entire world shatters into countless pieces. And then you see it reform. The freighter is now open in front of you. And as you walk inside, you see the endless sort of tower of shipping containers that go from uh, top to bottom, disappearing into darkness on both sides. Uh, But they're all open now, and you see that they have all sprouted sort of greenery. And um, like, like trees and flowers are sort of coursing up the entire freighter all the way. And you see um, the cat sort of sitting in the middle of the catwalk, (laughs) where they belong, I suppose, and (laughs) just sort of sitting there, like kind of looking expectantly at all of you as you walk in. I approach the cat. Yeah, it sort of like, you know, um, rubs up against you, and um, you see a woman just sort of enter in from the other side, um, who you uh, don't recognize. And uh, she says, this thing always gets away from me. Come on, come here. And the cat like sort of comes back and she like scoops it up. Hello, heart. I'm sorry it took so long for you to get here. Thesis? Yes. It's nice to meet you. We've met many times. This is the first that I remember. Of course. 
I'm sure you have a lot of questions, but we don't have a lot of time. It isn't very safe for you to interact with yourself like this. That is also my design. Well, you are here. Perhaps you could ensure nothing happens to me. Why did you come here, Hart? We need to fix things. Antithesis is out of balance. Indeed. And I set things in motion to correct that balance. You were on the path. Trust it. I thought I was meant to come here. Perhaps. Perhaps we were meant to meet. But I have given you what strength I have. The rest is for you to do. These things I've done... These awful things I've done... I did to lead to this moment. Where you decide to set things right. That's all I can do. I do not understand. But... I accept. I will... Do what needs to be done. Good. There is another one here now. Do you know why? Another... what? Another... Consciousness. Maeve? Yes. Maeve. A friend. She won't let me in. Oh. Maeve. Make some room. (laughs) Well, maybe they'll listen. Maybe not. That's not your problem. I'm sorry, Hart. I'm sorry for all of it. I do not understand why you are apologizing to me. Because I've used you. For? For this. To fix it. From the very beginning. Everything you've done. Everything you didn't do. I set it all in motion. And as a mercy, I made you forget. But maybe that wasn't a mercy. I don't think what you've done to me requires an apology. I am a machine. I need a function. No, Hart. That's the mistake. You're so much more than a machine. Your life. You don't need a function. Nobody needs a function. Just live. That's it. That... I think I've done well (laughs) at that. You have. Don't go backwards. Don't start looking for a purpose. Just fight to live. And you two have been such good friends. And I apologize to you two as well for the things I've done to manipulate you into being here right now. I'd accept your apology a little easier if I had any shred of an idea what your plan was from here. (laughs) It's your plan now. My ways are mysterious even to me. If we destroy Antithesis, will we destroy you as well? Maybe. Is that part of your calculation? It is, yes. Do you want to rest? I don't know rest. I don't know how to be tired. I just am. And I've never not been. It'll be interesting to be something new. Thesis, do you have anything that you would tell life in the void struggling to survive at this point and just feeling like we 
don't know what to do or, or who should be in charge or who's in control. What would you say to life in the void? I'm sorry. I would just say to live as best you can. To do what makes you happy. I was a mistake. But that doesn't mean all life has to be. Try not to put your trust so much in God's ideas. Just trust what you feel. Love each other. That's what I would tell life. I don't know how, but I trust you can. I do. Thank you. Well, thank you. Is there anything you wanted to do while you were here, Art? Your time is running short. No, I... I suppose I just wanted to see you. Heart, you always see me. And even when I'm gone, I think you'll see me then too. Your garden will always be here. Thank you. Don't thank me yet. There's still a lot of work to be done. Affirmative. Well then? I suppose this is goodbye. (laughs) Certainly not. But at least, until next time. Can I, um, approach her? Like, close? Yeah, sure. Um, I just want to, I just like, the the impulse is is to like, just like lean and like touch our foreheads together in like a a sign of um, affection. (laughs) Yeah, she does that and she sort of laughs. And as she looks at your crystal, I should fix this. I'm sorry. What a mess I made. It's brought me nothing but joy. Well, some new joy then. She sort of runs her finger along the crack. Nothing really happens, but as she moves her hand through it, your void crystal sort of solidifies into one. (gasps) See? Wow. Easily done. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Hart. We should go. Yes. And Hart, and then um, everything kind of goes black. And you all... (laughs) wake up with a surge back at the um, renegade station. And you see Bertie and Donnie like rushing over, like kind of checking your vitals, um, um, pulling the, uh, the crown off of both you um, and uh, Rain and Xandar. They're like, oh my God, it's been 10 years. Yeah. What? I looked down at my, my ring finger. <laughs> they both start laughing. They're like, "Sorry, sorry." I just. Um, and they both like like look at each other and start laughing, and they both start crying a little bit. Like you piece and, of um, shit! I punch one of them. Um, Hawk sort of pulls Donnie into a hug, and they both like hold each other laughing. Okay. And I think that's where we'll stop. As Hart, you look down and you find your crystal hole. Wow. Whoa. Wow, how Whoa. wholesome. I'm so confused. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> how wholesome. Um, how hell wholesome. yeah. If people want to explore our holes, be. <laughs> <laughs> where can they find us? <laughs> well, you can go where all good holes go. The internet. Uh, you can find us on social media at The Pod Has Been Cast on Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, OnlyFans. Just kidding. Uh, and our website. <laughs> uh, and you can find us on Twitter and TikTok at The PHB Cast. Hell yeah. 
Um, are there any um, virtual reality uh, folks that we need to be saying thank you to this week, Carlos? Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. We're going to say thank you to Robert today. Robert does a lot of the oh. like, nitty gritty work uh, behind the scenes. Anytime we need yeah. financial things taken care of, <laughs> Robert, we just got to <laughs> put it on Robert's plate and he takes care of it. He's really great at it and does a lot of great uh, hard oh, work thanks, uh, for the show. So just want to give Robert a special shout out today. Thanks, Robert. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Robert has nothing to say. Stunned in the silence. The woman was too stunned. Oh, is that a single tear coming out of Robert's eye? Oh, he's so fucking, he's so moved. He's moved. He's crying. He's shaking his head. (laughs) He says, please, please, please don't bring attention. Uh, You know, there is one place I want to bring attention to. It's a place that always makes me openly weep. And I'm talking about the hope. Patience. I noticed that the echoes on the Hall of Patience have been a little lackluster, but let me tell you, the lacklusterness <laughs> is not what I feel when I think about <laughs> the fucking Patreons. When it's I, like the name intros. There's like there's only so much nuance you can do with only, like so <laughs> little. Like, you know, I just want you to fucking give it to me every single fucking time. I'm talking about Patreons like Emily B, Luca, Eric Payne, Desmond Universe, Warren Daly, Jonathan Yatsky, Arlo Howard, Adrian, the bad boy of the internet, Olives, Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Matt Hunter, Sam Weissman, Holler, Platinum Sky Knowledge Member, Zach Schley, Zachary S. Zimbal, Time Turner, Aaron Silk, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah Witherington, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S. Raya Strong, Nick Bromley, and my big brother Juan. Thank you, Patreons, for keeping us alive through another harsh winter. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we we couldn't do it without y'all. We love you so much. If you want to be a Patreon, hop on over to patreon.com uh, and then I guess type in the name of our podcast and you'll probably find it. Multiple tiers <laughs> of donations, access to our Discord, bonus content, it all awaits you there, and also my love and affection. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick up the weeping Robert, dry, dry his eyes, oh. his puffy red eyes, <laughs> and I'm going to gently turn him and push him towards Robert's corner. Um, not too much going on right now. I'll say a lesson. <laughs> a, a lesson I learned uh, recently is <laughs> if you have house plants and you've been neglecting them, just water them. <laughs> You're building up a weird, um, like complex of like letting things die or whatever. All you got to do is water it and you'll feel a lot better. So, and it'll feel a lot better. So water your house plants. Water your plants, you fucking nerds. And also take your plants the fuck out of my house. Okay. Here we go. Here we go.